You're listening to Branch FM, 101.8 FM, Radio for Life. And I'm joined by Mr. Tom Fretwell, Christian Apologetic and Tutor of Theology at King's Evangelical Divinity School and Assistant Pastor at Calvary Chapel Hastings. Phew, that's an awful lot. <laughs> uh, Tommy, hello and welcome. Hi there, thanks for having me. No, thanks for taking the time to come and talk to us. Now, could you tell our listeners what you'll be talking about at Creation Fest? And is this your first time at Creation Fest? It, okay, yeah, sure, no problem. It, it's my first time actually speaking. Obviously, I've been here a couple of times before just, just as a guest. Um, uh-huh. So I'm doing, doing a number of seminars over a couple of days here this time. Mm-hmm. And I've got the, the very broad topic. So my first seminar today is on the subject of what does it mean to be human? Mm-hmm. And why does it matter? So th- this is really looking at the different views of humanity that exist in the world, whether from a Christian perspective or, or an evolutionary perspective or the perspective of naturalism, and just yeah. kind of playing through history, what effect this has had of how we view each other as, as human beings. Obviously, it's a big topic in the culture today. It is, yeah. It's fascinating. Wonderful. What were you going to be saying, would you uh, say? As an overview, so today's talk, they're, they're very similar talks but with a different focus. So for today, I'm mainly looking at what happens when we start off with the wrong understanding of humanity. Uh, yeah. And obviously, from, from a Christian perspective, m- my argument is going to be that when we view man as just sort of the end product or, of an evolutionary chain, uh, basically as, a, as an evolved animal or a mammalian afterthought, as it's often phrased in, in some of these ways, it can lead to some quite tragic consequences as we kind of dehumanize each other and looking at some examples in the world um, going back to sort of 1859 and the time of when Darwin's Origin of the Species was published and the pursuing history after that, tracing it right through up to modern times and then contrasting that at the end by obviously arguing that the the biblical view of humanity is that we are all um, human beings are created uh, in the image of God and just explaining a little bit how that gives us you know, inherent worth and dignity and value. And this is kind of the foundation of, of really human rights. That's yeah. going to be a part of my argument there. And we're going to move, move forward. So that it's kind of laying the groundwork in this first talk. Tomorrow's seminar, mm. I'll be kind of building from this. They, they do work as standalone talks, but obviously mm. that, that it's good to catch them both, to, both together. Yeah. Tomorrow's one will be more focusing on what does the actual message of the gospel mean for humanity? So obviously we've already established that, you know, we're not the kind of the end chain of an evolutionary process where we're human beings created in the image of God, but yeah. is that the end of it? Where do we go? What does Christ um, kind of have to say about this issue? And so it's really looking more focused on the identity that we get as Christians, you know, as new creations, mm-hmm. as born and born again believers and, and showing just the kind of the dignity and the value and all the riches that we have given to us you know, by Christ. So, so, so hopefully together the two talks will be quite a lot of information. There's going to be a lot of information for people, but um, like I say, it's, it's a topic that people seem to yeah. like listening to and it's needed in our culture, yeah. I believe. Oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, is this on the main stage uh, in the big shed? Uh, it, it's not in the big yeah. shed. It's in yeah. the pavilion. So this oh, is kind of where the semin- a lot of the seminars, seminars are, 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 take, yeah. are taking place. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Will it be taped, do you think? I'm, I'm assuming it will, yes. Yeah. I think I've been told that they are, they are, they are all going to be taped. I do um, hope so, because I'd, I'd be really interested in that myself. I'm sure we can play it on our radio here at, at Branch FM. It, it's fascinating, yeah, absolutely fascinating. I mean, we, we, as you just said, we're made in the image of God, man and woman. So mm. that's, that's amazing. If, you, if we just step back from that and look at that, that's an amazing thing, isn't it? 
It is, no. and I think one of the points I'm obviously going to, you know, the verse in Genesis where it says, you know, we're created, he made them male and female in the image of God, and so obviously, yeah. obviously, gender issues are a huge topic, aren't they, in today's they culture? They are at the moment, yeah. Um, a lot of confusion reigning around these sorts of issues, mm. and I think just really the Bible's message is, is, is ever relevant, uh, brings clarity, and it's something that really needs to be told with, with passion as, mm. as we expand the scriptures and bring the kind of the, the light of God's word into this, into this slightly confusing issue that we have in the culture right now. So I'm, I'm hoping to touch on those issues slightly. They're not the main focus of the talk, but obviously no. because they are part of the, the text from Genesis, we will be dealing with them over, over the course of two days. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Tommy, can I ask how you, how you came to the Lord? <laughs> it's, uh, okay. It's, it's a big story. So I come from a family of six. Wow. And um, <laughs> we're all Christians now. We weren't Christians yeah. growing up. Um, none of us had any really religious background or anything like that. Right. Um, and over a course of maybe 10 years, I believe, kind of one by one, we all became Christians. So my mum and my brother first. Mm. Um, then there was a big, long kind of struggle, battle with my dad. But eventually <laughs> he, he, he came to the Lord. Yeah. Um, and then my two sisters followed fairly shortly after that. And, and I was uh, kind of away from the family at this point. I was, uh, I was at boarding school, so I was kind of a little doing my own thing. Mm-hmm. And I was a slightly wayward uh, kind of teenager in those, in those sorts of days. But I know my family were all praying for me. And I got to a point where I had to make a decision. You know, I'd obviously started to notice the influence in my family and my home. And the conversations mm-hmm. were different. There was Bibles and things like that knocking around. And... Uh, my family just loved studying the Bible, so there was always teachers on the TV. So I absorbed a lot of that information. I wasn't hostile to it. Um, mm. And eventually I got to a point in my life where I was kind of probably running away from God and things were starting to get real bad. And I just had to make a decision and, and say, you know, I need, to, I need to make up my mind on this, on this yeah. issue. Um, and I kind of very quickly became a Christian after that. Um, mm. And since then, I, the Lord's just given me a huge love for, for studying and, and encouraging people to study the Word of God. It's interesting that your parents uh, and well, your whole family came first. To the a, yeah, and, yeah, and it was yeah. it, it was really interesting to see, obviously, because for well, they, for a family they, that had yeah. no Christian influence, you yeah. could notice the change immediately. Yeah, yeah, you you'd notice the difference when you came back, probably. When you'd I, been, I, yeah, yeah. I came away from school and for uni for yeah. first year at uni at one point. And yeah, I mean, every time I came back for holidays, it was different. And but we've always, my family have always been very close. We get on very well. So there was never any hostility. It didn't never yeah. cause hostility in the family. Um, but it, yeah, you can't help but notice, you know, there's a new, there's another, there's someone else in your house now. Obviously, the Lord, <laughs> the Lord was there with us. <laughs> Things exactly. are changing. Yeah. Now, um, which was great. Yeah. You host a theolo- theology and apologetics podcast. Could you tell us more about that, please? That sounds absolutely amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So the podcast is fairly new. Um, it's mm-hmm. something I've started. It's kind of an outgrowth of the Bible teaching ministry that I, I have with various mm-hmm. different different people. So um, mm-hmm. my website is thomasfretwell.com. So you can link through to, on SoundCloud and iTunes and all the different podcast feeds there. The, the idea of this, that it's, uh, sometimes it's just sermons that I've given in different churches uh, often I've recorded them just just live for the for the podcast. So I'm, I'm trying to kind of combine uh, the field of apologetics with theology to make sure that people can't just answer, you know, have the right answers to the right questions, but they have a good theological grounding and practical application uh, within theology, so that they can then use the apologetics in in a way that's kind of honouring to the Lord and also in the process of discipleship for people. 
Mm. Well, what made you go into studying and, and, and teaching about theology and apologetics? Um, to, to be honest, ever since I got saved, kind of, you know, all, all those years ago with my family, we, we've all just loved studying the Word of God. So it kind of became my, my main passion in life. Yeah. And it's just grown from there, really. So I went on to do degrees in theology, and uh, obviously I started getting teaching opportunities, and it's just come from that, really. And, and I, that's what I, I guess my passion is what I love doing. So it's kind yeah. of just been a natural outgrowth of, of, of my desire for ministry. Got a, a Bachelor of Theology and MA degrees in theology. It's wonderful. And a yeah, PhD. Yeah. I'm doing yeah. my PhD at the moment, yeah. yeah. So and obviously I'm enjoy, enjoying that and hoping that will that will lead on to, to further further work and studies and things like that. I was interested to notice that you in your PhD you you're looking into the relationship between Jewish and Christian studies, which is fascinating, you know, because that's what Christian church came from a Jewish background, didn't it? Obviously, it is, yeah. Jesus, yeah. So. And, yeah. and obviously the Jewish roots and, and those yeah. subjects, you know, it's a very broad topic, obviously, because you can start right back in, you know, BC, <laughs> BC, all the way up to, to today. Yeah. Um, so I'm still trying to narrow the scope of my thesis for that, but it's, it's subjects yeah. that I love, so it's going to be a, a joy to do that, yeah. Will that impact on your theology and apologetics um, it, uh, it, studies? It, I mean, it definitely, it definitely will in the mm. theology, maybe more than the apologetics, but it's a slightly mm. different, slightly different focus. And kind of, then my two research areas would be obviously Israel and Jewish related Christian studies, and then obviously apologetics, which I do a lot of too. Um, and probably the PhD stuff will just lead more into theology writing about those subjects, and maybe not yeah. so much the apologetics. But to be honest, for me, they're all they're all related. Yeah. Yeah, it's, all, it's all doing it for the Lord to honor the Lord and, and just try and get the word of God into people's hands. I was going to say, do you think the Lord's leading you into that for a purpose? Um, it, it would seem that way. Yeah. Obviously, I don't want to yeah. kind of be preempt, preempt that. But obviously, no. um, the doors have opened for ministry yes. in those areas, and it seems to be directed from the Lord, and he's given me that desire. So that's kind of mm -hmm. the avenue that I'm pursuing right now, unless, unless I get some, some clear direction Wonderful. to go in a different direction. Yeah. Now you're associate speaker with Creation Ministries International as well. How do you find time to do all these things? It's incredible. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it, with, with difficulty, I'll be quite, I'll be quite honest <laughs> with you. Um, probably, uh, my, my wife is amazing, <laughs> I'll just say that. Um, so she, she helps me out with, it, with finding the time for these things. But yeah, so yeah. I'm an associate speaker with, with Creation Ministries, yeah. which I'm not full-time, obviously, that means. So I'll, I'll take... Um, a number of speaking engagements with them throughout the year, trying yeah. trying to get the ones that are closer to me geographically. And what do they do, Creation Ministries? So Creation Ministries are a, a kind of creation-based organization. They're kind of worldwide. Uh, there's offices in many different countries of the world, and they mm -hmm. seek to uphold, uphold the authority of the Bible from the very first verse. So that they would be classed as what we would call a young earth creationist organization. Mm -hmm. And they have a number of scientists working for them. And they, I mean, they, they write, they have people writing for them on all, all sorts of subjects. They're very broad on apologetics. They're brilliant yeah. on that sort of stuff. Um, very good website, over 10,000 articles, pretty much covering every issue that you could possibly think of or more than yeah. you could ever learn in, <laughs> in one lifetime, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I do some speaking events for them, which is, yeah, they're always a really good time. It seems the way forward for uh, for a... Uh, people in church that to look at apologetics because it's also a way forward to evangelize people isn't it uh, I, would say. I, I would yeah I, I would say it's in our culture which is obviously quite secularized now particularly the younger younger generation that have much yeah. influence of Christianity um, mm. 
engaging with their questions in a way, obviously, to kind of clear away any any kind of clear away the bushes so they can see the cross clearly is what we like yeah. to say. So it's a pre-evangelism, maybe if you want to call it that. Yes, it's a yeah. gr- great way to get conversations going and to engage mm. with young people, or all people really, not just young people. Um, mm. And it gives you an opportunity to go further, remove any maybe intellectual objections or emotional objections and mm. get back get back to the gospel really. But it, it's a great tool for that. And I think it's necessary in our culture. Yes. Yeah, and you're assistant pastor at Calvary Chapel Hastings, I believe. As Calvary well. Chapel Hastings, yeah, I'm assistant yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Do the young people there? Is there lots of young people in the church? Uh, well, I mean, we, we're a relatively small church. Hastings is not is not a big town, but yeah, we have a. I'm blessed with with a wonderful group of, of young people at that church. Mm. Um, and obviously they've they're bored of hearing me. I'm sure they've heard most of my, <laughs> most, of, most of my stuff before. But they've been, they've yeah. been very good for me to kind of interact with and. and teach yeah. them been doing that for years with them so yeah it's very blessed in that respect so are they going out and teaching other people <laughs> uh, they're they're all, all all kind of doing their own things in life really now they're, i mean they're all, mm. a lot of them are here with me at creation fest now excellent um excellent. so yeah, yeah. They're, they're they're walking with the lord and it, it's great wonderful um tommy Frankwell, thank you so much for taking the time to come and talk to us and it's fascinating what you're doing and thank you for talking to us no problem at all pleasure pleasure God bless your work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more resources, please go to thomasfretwell.com.